Hey, Relevant Development community, are you ready to take your leadership to new heights? Begin your journey with the Raise the Bar Leadership Group. With only 25 spots available, transform your leadership in just 90 days through dynamic weekly sessions, well-crafted strategies, and a supportive community. Discover the art of leading with authenticity, strength, and influence. You can secure your spot by messaging me the word leader to info at weraisethebar.com. That's info at weraise, R-A-I-Z-E, thebar.com. Anyone can hold a position, but not everyone can raise the bar. Let's lead boldly with intentionality and purpose. If you're ready, DM me the word leader. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Relevant Development Podcast. This is a place where I help men and women to locate and uncover the solutions to simple issues that cause huge problems. I'm your host, Juan Alvarado, a U.S. Army veteran, leadership expert, and a Gallup certified strengths coach who has trained hundreds of thousands of soldiers, leaders, and their teams. I'm going to show you how to lead yourself and others with purpose and intentionality in your personal and professional life. It is time to raise the bar and make our development relevant. Let's get into it. If you want to raise the bar on your growth, whether it's personal or professional, this is the podcast for you. We are here to teach, mold, and grow you to make your development relevant. This is the Relevant Development Podcast. And now, the host, your personal and professional development coach, Juan Alvarado. Alvarado. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, I just want to say thank you for those of you who tuned in to episode one. This is episode two. I am your host, Juan Alvarado. Just to bring you up to speed, if you didn't get to episode one, we talked about alignment and how alignment brings clarity. And the saying, the go-to saying in the first episode was, when you have alignment, you will get your next assignment. One of the examples that I like to use is if I was to tell you we were going on a trip, you would be stuck in your room not knowing what to pack. You wouldn't even know when to meet me outside or at the airport or whatever. However, if I tell you that we're going to Colorado, oh, sweet, get the skis, the snowboard, the snow jacket, the snow pants, the boots, let's go. And then I say, we're going to Colorado in July. Changes everything. Like once you knew where and when, then it gave you the direction. It aligned your thought process and then your next action. What to pack, not to pack now because we're in January. I have a couple months. I can start planning. I can start researching things like your next assignment is known because you got alignment in the communication, your thought process. And that's why I said what I said. But I really want to dig deeper a little bit in alignment. I want to get those key points that we got from episode one, but I want to shine light on what that looks in reality. Also, something that is new to episode two, that if you head over to the website, www.weraisethebar.com, and you go to the blog and podcast tab, there will be a spot for you to download a worksheet that's going to go along with this podcast. It's a three-pager, I believe. We're going to go over alignment of goals, expectations, and your role. So if you're interested, please, I ask you, go over there, download it so you can go along with it. And it's going to be like that with every single episode. There's going to be a downloadable that you can get so you can listen to this with your significant other, your work, colleagues, your boss, your next meeting, whatever it is, and you guys can work through this together. Again, I want to make 
your development relevant. And I want to make sure that I help you along that way. So let's get into it. So alignment is not just, you know, a thought process. It's not just a cliche in this, this cool saying. The alignment part of it also goes in with goals. And I talked about getting your goals, your GPS, your goals, your priorities, and your schedule. And when you align that, you're like, oh, now I know what to do. But what does that look like at work? What does that look like in my life? So goals. In a organization, at work, you're going to have three different goals, three different levels of goals. You're going to have the goals of the personnel, your personal goal at work the goal of the department that you work in or for, and then the organization. I'll give it to you this way. Think about a football team. You're going to have the goal of the quarterback, which is going to be different than the goal of the running back, which is going to be the different goal of the lineman. The quarterback's goal is to throw the ball or to hand the ball off to the person that he wants to get the ball. The goal of the running back is to either get the ball and run or to block. The goal of the lineman is to keep the defense from sacking their quarterback. So they all have different goals. However, the department, which would be like the offense, their goal is to score. The lineman has to block in order for them to score. The goal of the company, the team, is to win. Do you see how those goals line up? If I block really well, my quarterback gets to throw the ball. We score. We win. And now all those goals line up. His goal, the department's goal, and the company's goal. Now, the offense's goal is different than the defensive goals. And the same thing goes for the goals of accounts payable, accounts receivable, the CEO, the COO, the staff, the custodian. Everybody's going to have their different personal goal. But what is that goal? And does everybody know the goal of the department? And does everybody know the goal of the company? And do all those goals line up? Too many times, I believe that there are supervisors and staff who have Groundhog's Day. Same thing every day, every day, same thing over and over and over again. And this is where we get complacency. And complacency will totally tear apart a relationship. And I'm not just talking mom and dad relationship, husband, wife relationship, that type of relationship. It is, and it can be, and it it does all the time. But relationships in general, whether it's at home or at work, well, that's just how he is. And that's just how she is. And that's how that department runs. No. Absolutely not. We need to get rid of complacency. And that takes place when you don't understand your goal or your role. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the goals of the personnel or the person needs to align with the goals of the department and the company. I guarantee you that there's somebody in your organization that doesn't understand why they're coming to work every single day. They know what they do but they may not know why they do it or they know why they do it and they know how to do it. They don't necessarily know where they line up with the company's goal or the department's goal. There's a lot of people that would come to work every single day. They're like, what the heck do I even do here? Does it even matter? Does my job even matter? And honestly, the truth of the matter is, is it's sad to say that there's people who do not feel that they matter at work. And I truly believe that that's a problem. The reality of it, though, is if they say, screw you, I quit. Well, guess what? You're going to have somebody in their spot in a week or two anyways. And so the job is always bigger than us. However, it is your job as an employee. It is your job, especially as a supervisor and a leader, to make sure that your people feel part of the team, that your people feel heard, 
they feel listened to, that they have a voice, that they understand in this journey of what the company wants. This is where I'm at. This is how we are going to get there. It's because of me and what I do in my position. There's a lot of times that superintendents don't even know what the budget department does. There are principals that have no idea that there's a secretary who is working for them, who is diagnosed with cancer or whatever, and is still coming to work every single day. There's so much disconnect. But when I tell you that when you get into alignment, and you understand your personnel, your goals, and you put your ears to their words of their mouth, of what they're saying that the company needs, and they understand their role and their journey and everything together, and it gets aligned, your organization will tend to thrive in such a way and a better way than it is currently doing now. So the alignment of goals, there's going to be three different goals, three types of goals, personnel, the department, the company, and do those line up. And when they do, you will see great success. The next thing, there has to be alignment with expectations. There's three different expectations. The expectations that you have of yourself, the expectations that you have of the other people, and the expectations that others have of you. So as a boss, I have my own expectations. I have the expectations of my staff. My staff have expectations of me. And when you can align those, they start to change what you know you should do. So day to day, you come into work, you work on your correspondence, you check your emails, you reply to emails, you grab some coffee, you grab water, you have the water cooler talk, you catch up with everybody. And Meanwhile, there's Susan or Gary from accounting who's waiting for your email reply and they see you over there talking and chatting up and how come they haven't talked to me, right? They have an expectation of you. You read your emails. So-and-so next to me got a reply. How come I didn't get a reply? So-and-so just came back from vacation. They're here. I know that they have catching up to do and I'm waiting for this budget line to get approved so I can start paying off blah, 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 blah. Everybody has expectations of themselves. Some people hold that standard really high. Some people just do what they got to do to get by. But when you get alignment of expectations that you have of yourself and you understand fully the expectations that others have of you, it starts to change your day. I know that somebody is relying on me as soon as I come in. I need to make sure that I meet their expectations. And when I meet their expectations, guess what? I start to grow trust and value and honesty in our relationship, which then grows our productivity in our workplace which then adds fuel to the culture in the workplace. Our bosses know what they're doing. Our staff know what they're doing. And everybody understands each other because they know at the end of the day, our job is to do X, right? So alignment of your expectations. Again, real quick, expectations of yourself, the expectations that you have of others, and the expectations that others have of you. Lastly, what I want to go over is the alignment between your goal and your role. There's a lot of times where people are paid for a job and they do more. This is where we get the and other duties as assigned on your work agreement. But from experience, as a director of programs, I was in charge of training. And there was a time where I was very upset with my CEO because when I was in charge of training, it took me so many weeks and months to make sure that I got the speakers booked that we had budget to pay those speakers and the location and seats and time cards and sign-in sheets and everything that when I went to go get it approved, it got moved around and switched around. It's like, no, I'll take care of it. I'm like, part of my work is to be in charge of training. Like that's my role. If it's not my role, take it off my job description. And so I started to get really frustrated that the things that I was in charge in, I 
couldn't do. And, you know, it's kind of like the manager that's in charge of the baseball team, yet the guy that's the president upstairs in the suite is calling the shots and radioing down to the coach of what to do. Take this picture out and do this. It's like, is this guy the manager or is he not? Like, we all have our roles and we will get so much trust if we allow to give trust to those people in those positions. It's kind of like when we were kids, we wanted trust from our parents, but if they kept us home and they were like the helicopter parents and they kept us home and they never let us go out, then how would they ever trust us? Like you have to give trust in order to get trust. And I think there's a lot of people in organizations that are in charge of something, but they're not really in charge of something. And then we know from statistics, a Gallup poll shows that 51% of people who have left the workplace, it's due to their manager. A lot of times it's because staff don't trust their manager. Part of it is because they were always not being trusted. I get paid to do this yet. I don't get to do it. There's not alignment in communication. There's not alignment in the workplace. And so people tend to leave. So there's got to be an alignment with your role and your goal of your personal goal, the department goal, and the company's goal. Here's a great thing I want to leave you with and kind of bookend this quick story that I told you about me being frustrated with my boss and being in charge of the training and not feeling in charge was once we took our strengths assessment, we understood each other. And when we understood each other and we understood the communication that we had and the things that we needed to do every single day. Quick side note, Gallup does a survey called the Q12. If you're a manager or supervisor or any leader in any sorts, reach out to Gallup, G-A-L-L-U-P.com. And there are people who do the Q12 assessment. And that is, are your staff engaged? And one of those questions that they ask the staff of, or your employees, it says, do you get to do what you love to do every single day? That's one of the questions. The other question is, do you have the materials and supplies that you need to do a good job? That one that I've seen in multiple places where I've done trainings at is that the staff say, I do not have the materials and supplies to do my job well. Look at COVID, right? You had a lot of people who said that they didn't have you know, the machines and they didn't have the tests and they didn't have this and they don't have enough doctors, they don't have enough this. And people were upset. There's people that work with budget that don't have the right operating systems to do budget. There's places, I hate this too, is where we get companies that absorb positions and then they don't rehire, they don't open them up. And somebody's workload or caseload gets disseminated into five other people's workload. And so what you paid person X, Y, and Z to do for their workload, you're now giving them somebody else's workload that you're not hiring for. And now there's just tons of work for them to do. I've seen it in nonprofit. I've seen it in for-profit. In the position that I ended up taking over, that management position was absorbed and was gone. It was like, where does that money go? Like, we have money. Let's hire somebody to do this. But then the workload gets so heavy and bringing it full circle, because that management position got taken away, there was more expectations of the CEO. And then the CEO went from being with the people to being stuck behind a desk way more than he should. And his biggest gripe and complaint was, I need to be with my people. He knew what he was missing. And because he was missing that, he was so stuck behind a desk, it was hard for him to really have his ear to the ground the way I had my ear to the ground with the staff. And so finally, when we understood each other, we had got our strength assessment. He said, oh, maybe I shouldn't have changed or we shouldn't change this when it comes to training because you surveyed the staff and the staff said that they need this for their training. And I wanted not to do that. I wanted to do this other thing. And because he understood when he got with the people, he started to get alignment. When he understood the Gallup Strength Assessment, he was like, oh, I can really not just understand myself, but I can understand others. And he took the assessment. We became a one-two punch. 
his heart for his organization was so big and for his people was so big, but he was stuck behind a desk. Here's something else that I want to tell you leaders. Get out from behind your desk and go be with your people because leaders don't need to just be heard, but leaders need to be seen. And he went from a good CEO to a great CEO. Why? Because he was seen and not just heard, but he also allowed the staff to be what they've been paid to do and be in their role and own it. And when you can own your role and you can give other people trust and they get to own their role, that alignment starts to hit. Then do you know their expectations of themselves and the expectations that they have of others? And then they understand their goals for themselves and their company, their department. When I tell you that you and your company could have alignment, if you were just to get all these three things aligned, you will have so much more growth and higher communication to where your productivity and your execution will be unstoppable. The other thing that's going to help that out is to take that Gallup Strength Assessment So if you haven't, go to gallup.com and have you and your staff take the assessment. If you need help with that assessment, you need training for that assessment, you want to do a training with that assessment and how to work to be better, you can go ahead and reach out to me on www.weraisethebar.com. Hey, real quick, don't you go anywhere. We are going to take a quick 60-second break for our sponsor. Be right back. Are you irritable, stressed out, and frustrated as a leader? Will complacency and lack of intentionality describe your current feelings and how you operate? And now it's starting to put a dampen on your well-being and life at home. A recent Gallup poll showed that 51% of people leave their job because of their manager. Introducing the Blueprint to Leadership, the leadership course you and your organization will love. It's jam-packed with relatable stories, examples, and tips on how to take your leadership to the next level. The Blueprint to Leadership will alleviate wasted time and money spent on long things books you will never end up reading or going to trainings that are boring, costly, and not truly relevant. 20 plus years of leadership experience, the study of the most influential leaders, and the lessons learned from being under horrible leaders have crafted this exact blueprint. So you don't have to make the same costly mistakes as others. We cannot wait to bring high quality leadership training to you, your team, and your organization. Experience the blueprint to leadership today. If you are interested in the Blueprint to Leadership, go to www.weraisethebar.com and under the Courses tab, click the Blueprint to Leadership. Now back to the show. Here's an extra bonus or an extra key is these same concepts and principles you can apply at home, right? What is the alignment or the goals of you as a person, you as a father, a husband, and as a family? What is your expectations of yourself, the expectations of your spouse, the expectations that you have of your kids? What is their expectations of you? And what is your expectations of them? And then lastly, your role and your goal, your role as a father, your role as a husband, your role as a provider, a protector, a cook, a mechanic, the cleaner, the laundry person, whatever it is, how is that aligned with your goals as a family or your role? As individuals, we need to understand ourselves and understand our family. We need to understand ourselves and we need to understand our coworkers. We need to understand ourselves and we need to understand our staff or our supervisors. You can raise that bar today if you implement everything that you hear on this podcast. I said it before and I'll say it again that everything that you listen to, seminars you go to, podcasts, Whatever lessons you've learned are crap unless you put in the work. 
put it into action. So what I want you to do is schedule a time, get on the calendar and say, hey, next week or in two weeks or today, tomorrow, whenever it is, we're going to get together as a family. We're going to get together as a company, as an organization, as a group. And we're going to go through these worksheets because we are going to raise that bar and we are going to be a phenomenal family. We're going to be a phenomenal group. We're going to be phenomenal in everything that we do. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Relevant Development Podcast. Hey, one thing before you go that would really help both us and the other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and to leave a comment, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts, please leave a comment and rate the show. Also, make sure that you link up with us at www.weraisethebar.com. On social media, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And lastly, please share, share, share this podcast with your loved ones and anyone that you think that would gain value out of this podcast. Until next time, remember that in order to get to the next level, you need to pull yourself up. But you can't pull yourself up unless you raise that bar. Have a blessed day. Let's go get it. Thank you for listening to the Relevant Development Podcast with Juan Alvarado. You can rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and be sure to follow Juan on Instagram at RaiseTheBarCEO. That's R-A-I-Z-E, The Bar CEO, or at WeRaiseTheBar.com. That's We, R-A-I-Z-E, The Bar.com. We'll see you here next time. Next time. Next time.